Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. We are at the last section of page 171. Uh, so, uh, please tell people about this podcast. If you think it is interesting, if you think it is educational, if you think kids would like it, if you think adults would like it, if you want to make fun of it, if you want to use it as a sleeping aid, please tell the people. I would very, very, very much appreciate, uh, some ratings and reviews, especially on things like Stitcher and Spotify and Apple podcasts more than probably the other ones. Uh, I w- that would be great if you enjoy this or if you don't enjoy it, uh, I guess just write it up in a review and tell the people what you think so people can know about it. Um, and then, of course, if you want to contact me, I post pictures on Instagram. You can message me there or you can comment on the pictures and say, why did you post that picture? That was a stupid picture. Or thank you for posting that picture. That was really a great visual representation because I didn't know how to look it up myself. Or you could send me an email. All of that is in the episode description, but I think it's dictionarypod at gmail.com and dictionarypod and pretty much all the other places. Okay. Oh, there's an ambulance. All right. The first word is a good, it's a good one. You, most of you are going to enjoy this. It is caca. C-A-C-A, noun from 1879. Synonym is excrement. Lots of different words to to say that. Uh, the etymology says this is baby talk because, you know, babies can't talk. That's, that's what people like, adults like to say caca to their babies. Next we have, or I should say, there are a lot of words in this episode that are uh, very, very much not familiar to me. And I will screw up their pronunciations, but I'm going to figure it out as best I can. I already read through them once, but um, they, it, it takes a second to figure out what they, how do you say these? Uh, so like this one, um, Kakani, I think that's what it is. I should probably move my paperclip out of the way. Kakani. So it is C-A apostrophe, which I'm uh, assuming is the the word call in Scottish, if we go back to the first episode of the seas, and then the word canny, C-A-N-N-Y, cacani. This is a noun from 1886. It is British, I'm assuming also Scottish, and the synonym is slow down, or just slow down, one word. Um, Cacani is also an intransitive verb in British, so this is from Scottish, it is a verb which means to proceed cautiously. Kakani, or is it kokani? Um, this, so it's from ka, which means call, plus kani or kani, which means careful. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm very curious to, under, to know some context. If you could, uh, somebody tell me the, the context, a sentence, if you could use this in a sentence, that would be great. I also have a Google Voice number, so if you want to leave me a message, I can play that in an episode uh, so I can hear how this, is, uh, how this is pronounced and how this sounds in context. Please and thank you. Okay, next we have a word that I always say, cacao, which is one of the appropriate pronunciations, but it looks like you can also say cacao, cacao. It is spelled C-A-C-A-O. This is a noun from 1555. One, the dried, partly fermented fatty seeds of a South American evergreen tree that are used in making cocoa, chocolate, and cocoa butter, called also cacao bean or just cocoa bean. 
And then number two, a tree having small yellowish flowers followed by fleshy pods from which cacao is obtained. The scientific name is Theobroma cacao of the family Sterculiaceae. Sterculiaceae. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, oh, and there is a picture of the number two definition of this uh, these cacao beans, these fleshy pods. And they just look like, um, you know, these pods, these beans hanging off of a branch. And it shows the leaves if you want to see what the cacao leaves look like. Um, this is uh, Spanish from the Nahuatl word, cacahuatl. Cacahuatl. Um, and I've always been curious, is this the same as cocoa? But it looks like, and I sort of gathered this, but it looks like this is actually where cocoa comes from or what they make cocoa from the cacao. Why did they change the, the vowels around? C-A-C-A-O became C-O-C-O-A. What happened there? How? Why did that happen? Uh, but yeah, cacao is good. If you get some like raw organic cacao, that's a really good healthy thing to have. Um, yeah, good. Go, go do that. Next, we have cacao butter, and this is a variation of cocoa butter. Next is cacciatore, C-A-C-C-I-A-T-O-R-E, cacciatore, adjective from 1930, cooked with tomatoes and herbs and sometimes wine, as in chicken cacciatore. So yes, you should go remember that tomatoes and herbs and sometimes wine uh, if you cook with that, you can call it a cacciatore. Can I have a peanut butter and jelly cacciatore, please? This is an Italian word from cacciatore, which means hunter. But why? That doesn't make any sense. Why? I mean, cacciatore means hunter, but I, I don't know. I just don't understand why you you put that. Why, what does that have to do with tomatoes and herbs? And sometimes wine. Are you hunting the tomatoes? All right, moving on to, uh, let's see, cachaça. I think that's how it's pronounced. Cachaça. It is spelled C-A-C-H-A-C-A. But the last C has the little, the little sort of question mark S-shaped thing at the bottom of it. Um, which in this case is Brazilian Portuguese. Uh, I think I also use it in French maybe sometimes, but that's that becomes a, a s, an S sound, cachaça. Uh, this is a noun from 1821, a Brazilian liquor distilled from sugarcane. Oh boy, I need some of this. Uh, cachaça. Okay, I like that. Next is cachalot. Cachalot. C A C H. A-L-O-T, cachalot, or it could also be cachalot. Uh, This is a noun from 1740, and the synonym is sperm whale. Uh, So that's just a kind of whale, and this is the French, so the French call sperm whales cachalot or cachalot, I guess. All right, next is cache, but it is spelled C-A-C-H-E, first form, noun from 1797, 1-A. A hiding place, especially for concealing and preserving provisions or implements. You can have a, you know, a cache of food, of weapons, of whatever. 1B, a secure place of storage. 2, 
something hidden or stored in a cache. So you could have a cache in a cache. Three, a computer memory with very short access time used for storage or frequently or recently used instructions or data called also cache memory. So sometimes you got to clear the cache. It's, it stores, uh, it, your computer stores this cache memory somewhere and it just makes it easier going forward. But sometimes you need to empty it out because it t- takes up space or there could be bad files in there. Uh, so yeah, you got you to do that. This word is French from cacher, which means to press or hide. Uh, from vulgar Latin, coactare, which means to press together. From Latin, coactare, which means to compel. Cogere, which means to compel, but it's more at the word cogent. All right. Next is the second form of cash, spelled the same way. It is a transitive verb from 1805 to place hide, or store in a cache. I am caching my cache in a cache. That is technically a proper sentence. Next is one of those other words that are hard to pronounce. It is cachectic. Cachectic. C-A-C-H-E-C. What did I say? C-A-C-H-E-C-T-I-C. Cachectic. This is an adjective from 1634. Affected by... Well, I, how do you say this word? Oh, this is a word that comes up at the end of this episode, isn't it? Yes, it is pronounced kakexia. It is spelled C-A-C-H-E-X-I-A, kakexia. So, kakectic is affected by kakexia. And uh, there is a bunch of etymology. It's from French and Latin and Greek. But it doesn't really help us understand, so we'll find out when we get to the word cachexia at the end of this episode. All right, next we have cash pot, or cash po, or cash cachepo. Wow, there's a few different ways. It looks like cash pot. Uh, noun from 1854, an ornamental receptacle to hold and usually to conceal a flower pot. And uh, this is French from cacher, which means to hide, plus pot, which means pot. So you're hiding a flower, a thing in the flower pot, cash pot. Okay. Next is cachet, C-A-C-H-E-T. Noun from circa 1639. 1A, a seal used especially as a mark of official approval. 1B, an indication of approval carrying great prestige. Uh, 2A, a characteristic feature or quality conferring prestige. 2B, synonym is just prestige, as in being rich doesn't have the cachet it used to. And that is a quote from Truman Capote. Number three, a medicinal preparation for swallowing consisting of a case usually of rice flour paste enclosing a medicine. 4A, a design or inscription on an envelope to commemorate a postal or philatelic event. Philatelic is starts with a PH, in case you want to go look that up right now. Uh, 4B, an advertisement forming part of a postage, postage meter impression. And 4C, a motto or slogan included in a postal cancellation. So many different options for cachet. And this is just French from cachère. Next, we have cachexia. 
C-A-C-H-E-X-I-A. This is a noun from circa 1538. General physical wasting and malnutrition usually associated with chronic disease. So this is definitely something that you don't want. Uh, try not to get those chronic diseases so you will hopefully not have cachexia. Um, but also just um, I, uh, just eat healthy and exercise even just a little bit every day. How many times can I say this on this podcast? But it's very important. We have become very, very sedentary as a society, especially here in America. We don't move as much as we should. We eat very, very bad food. Um, you know, in moderation, it's okay, but you got to make sure that you eat good and you get some exercise. You got to get your butt up. You got to go for walks. You got to do some muscle training and strength training and all that. You know, you're not going to get super bulked. Uh, just just a little bit is good. Uh, and then if you can do more, that's even better. But we just, we don't do anything. We got to get up so we don't get cachexia. You got to eat good. All right, I got to shut up now. Uh, so this is from Greek cachexia, which is bad condition. Um, and that is from, let's see, cock, uh, no, hexis, which means condition, from etchin, which means to have or be disposed. And there's more at the word scheme. So back in the day, the Greeks, when they saw somebody who had, were in just a bad way, they said, you got the cachexia. And then our last word for this episode is cockinate. Cockinate. C A C H I N N A T E. Intransitive verb from 1824 to laugh loudly or immoderately. Cockinate. Cockinate? To laugh loudly or immoderately. And cackination is a noun. Uh, it's, the etymology is not very helpful, so that was, I like that one. So we had caca, kakeni, cacao, cacao butter, cachatori, cachesa. Sorry, I have to look at the pronunciation to figure out how to say these words. Cachesa, cachalot, or cachalo, cash, cachectic, cashpot, cachet, cachexia, and cacinate. Man, there were some good ones in here. Um, hmm. I think I'm going to pick cacinate as the word of the episode because it means to laugh loudly or immoderately, and I don't get to do that as often as I would like, but, oh, boy, I love it when we have a good laugh. My wife and I recently watched um, uh, Bob's Burgers, and there was this whole thing about rolling the R's, and so we had a, a fun discussion about rolling ours and how one of us could maybe not do it and it we just had a good laugh about that um all right that's all i gotta say today we have finished page 171 tomorrow we will be on 172 this has been spencer dispensing information goodbye